Hey, it's me, Alex, of, uh, of Long Overdue Podcast fame. As we near this festive season, we bring to you an equally festive episode, the, um, the Halloween episode. Now, I know it's a bit late. Uh, you, could, you could say it was, uh, it was long overdue. <laughs> um, you don't have to, though. Anywho, enjoy the episode. What a fucking intro. Let's <laughs> just leave it at that. Yeah. That's goddamn beautiful. From the nostalgic haze of the 2000s, many films are idealized. Their flaws lost to time. In an all-but-forgotten DVD store, two dedicated employees seek truth in these rose-tinted films. They are James and Alex. These are their reviews. Pasta de la crotch! <sighs> it's been so many years since I last saw you. James, James, James! Oh my God! Thank God you're here, uh, Alex. What? What are you? Where have you been? I, I, I. You're not gonna believe this, but it was it was me. I put up the spider webs last time. It wasn't the spiders. I did it. So they don't exist. Although I, I haven't seen them, so I don't think they do. We're okay. We're in the clear. Oh, thank God. Thank God. But the the webs were still there, and I did get stuck. I've been. I don't, how long has it been? It feels like it feels like it's been. Years. It's been seven, maybe eight days. Okay, that's still pretty long, but... <laughs> which, wait, which begs the question, they're only not even real spider webs. How did you get caught in them for seven, maybe eight days? Well, see, look, I kind of got the I got the dollar store webs, right? And those th- th- that stuff is incredibly flammable. So I was really, really scared. I didn't want to get anywhere near that. But we had a couple of, you know, like candles and jack-o'-lanterns and stuff at the back as well. So obviously we're still decorating for... Halloween and stuff, but uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Why? Are you, okay, I'm sorry. I, I feel like I've struck a nerve here. Are you, you right, buddy? I didn't mean to barge in like this. You seemed like you were having a bit of a moment. I was. Oh crap! Hey, you're right. What's going on? Ten years ago to the day. Ah, uh, it was Halloween in the household that I belonged to. Okay. One by one. <laughs> <laughs> go go ahead it's all right take as long as you need it's a, <laughs> it's, a, it's a really emotional moment for you i can tell one by one my family left the front door and they did not return me <laughs> being curious rose to my feet and strolled towards the front door, dreading what may lay upon the threshold. I opened the door. What was that there? My family had fallen one by one into an open jack-o'-lantern and burnt to death. Wait, hang on, so... (laughs) I, I don't want to. I don't want to ruin a tender moment here. But just to clarify, a jack o' lantern, like a like a large jack o' lantern, because they're just pumpkin size. Or was it like a a, a sea it, of jack o' lanterns? It was just a single jack o' lantern, just one. How did they? How did they get in? <laughs> you need to be a little sensitive here. Oh, look, I it was like a crematorium, but orange. <laughs> All right. Look, admittedly, that's that's actually quite that's quite terrifying. Mind-boggling, but... My parents, my siblings, 
my grandparents, my aunts, my uncles, my other grandparents, the family dog. They were all there. All burnt. It's alright, buddy. Uh, I'm here now. After being stuck at the back of our store for eight days. I need to compose myself. I promised them I wouldn't do it this year. But that's why I always... I always cry around Halloween. That's alright, buddy. I thought you were just easily scared, like a big, big wuss boy. Oh, skeletons terrifying. <laughs> well, fair enough. I mean, they terrify all of us. But <laughs> but I digress. I think... Uh, I, you know what? I reckon, I reckon we should try and pick... You know what? I'll let you have a pick of the movie. I reckon, you know, take a, take a walk around the store. Uh, avoid the spiderwebs, God forbid. But yeah, see, see what you like. Oh, you know what? Maybe I, maybe I will take a look. Thanks. Yeah. We've got a lot of good Halloween movies here. A lot of good scary movies. Yeah. Yeah, let me, let me take a look. Yeah, a bit, bit of a spook fest. Oh, maybe, maybe this one. Maybe. Oh, maybe... That one looks interesting. Ooh, ooh, cheeky. He hasn't actually moved. He's, he, he's, he's, he hasn't left the counter. Uh, he, he hasn't gotten out of his chair either. Clunk. Well, that's convenient. Turn off to go pick a movie. Yeah. We... I really don't like scary movies, to be honest. Scary movies, movies with spiders and movies with pumpkins. Mm. All of those are just... Keep them away from me. Fair enough. Well, I mean, look, take a deep breath. Uh, we can, we can go. We'll go and take a look at this one. Ah! Oh God! This is the scariest movie of all. What is it? It's, it's not the the pumpkin spider man, is it? No. It's the scariest thing I can imagine. The debt you get with a large family. It's Steve Martin's cheaper by the dozen. Oh. Oh Jesus! God, I wasn't oh, God. Thinking, I know that like horror movies and thriller movies are they're they're pretty scary, but reality is terrifying. Twelve children? What are you nuts? Steve Martin was was insane to to have twelve children. Do you mean Steve Martin as in Steve Martin the 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 actor, or Steve Martin because you can't remember the character's name in this film? Yeah, yeah, Steve Martin, two thousand three, cheaper by the dozen. I'll stop you right there. Okay. He doesn't actually have 12 children. Oh. That's a movie. It's fiction. It's a work of fiction. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, look, okay. Admittedly, it's one of the only things I personally saw Steve Martin in. Uh, I also saw him in... Uh, uh, well, I mean, it's the only thing I've been, ever seen him in, actually. Can't. He was in 30 Rock once. Hey, cool. Well, let's talk about that episode of 30 Rock. <laughs> well... I mean, to be fair, let me roll it back here. Yeah. Steve Martin could have 12 children. I don't know the potency of his sperm. Mm. It could be incredibly powerful, like a jet stream. Yeah, they don't put it on his Wikipedia page, unfortunately. Steve Martin, please tell us the potency of your sperm and give us a call. Yeah, do it. Do it now. But, all right, obviously, I think we can swiftly move on from, uh, from, from Spunk to... Uh, <laughs> let's, talk, let's, let's, let's talk about the movie itself. When was the last time you saw this bad boy? I can't really actually pin down when I last saw it. Mm. I like know I saw it. I remember it. I remember that Hilary Duff is in this film. Okay. And everyone I ever talked to says she isn't. And then I show them the Wikipedia page and she is. But that's pretty much all I remember about it. 
This sounds like an incredibly targeted review <laughs> of Cheaper by the Dozen. So whoever's out there who hasn't uh, confirmed that Hilary Duff is in this movie, James is coming for you. Don't gaslight me, okay? <laughs> she was in that film. I know that for a fact. Hilary Duff was in Cheaper by the Frickin' Dozen, 2003. Yes! That's yes! It. Preach that. Oh my God! Alright, one thing that I was really confused by as well, alright? Steve Martin, I do realise now, uh, upon reflection, he doesn't have 12 children. As far as we're aware, Mr. Steve Martin. Yeah. Tom Baker, the character, does have 12 children. Yes. Uh, now, obviously, Baker, he's got a Baker's Dozen. Right? Well, no he doesn't. What do you mean? Baker's Dozen is 13. Are you serious? I'm serious. Then why the hell is he called Baker? Are they, are they stupid? Alright, have one more child. Tom Baker. What? You, 2003. Take Tom Bonnie Baker. Hunt to Pound Town <laughs> one more time and pump out another crutch goblin. <laughs> Honestly, what's the, what's the point in calling yourself Baker if you don't have 13 children? The, the dog doesn't count, okay? Gunner, stupid name for a dog, does not count. Yeah. What a dumb name for a dog. Yeah. Can't hold a gun. Doesn't have opposable thumbs. Literally, it's namesake. The one thing it's supposed to do... It can't do. It cannot do. This film is just filled with, you know, people who aren't living up to their names. Gunner. Yeah. Baker. Baker's doesn't... No, get out of here. Uh, That kid's frogs. Pork and beans. Those are frogs. They're not pork or beans. Yeah, neither of them are actual... Or they could be edible in France, admittedly. They're edible everywhere. Well, yeah, that's true. If, you, if, you, if you're game enough. But, uh, but you know, back to the point at hand. Baker, get have another child, mate. I don't know what's How going. hard can it be? You've already got 12 of them. Yeah. What's, what's, another, what's another little extra one? But anyway, I, I personally, despite the fact that I've got a lot of passion about this movie, I haven't seen it for, for ages. I think 2003, maybe... Maybe like somewhere in the mid two thousands, the last time I saw this one. Uh, so it's all it's all. It a feels very like one request. of those films that everyone knows, mm. but no one really remembers. Yeah, like Hilary Duff. Yeah, yeah. I really don't remember anything she's done apart from her recent announcement that Lizzie McGuire is coming back. Yeah, Disney Plus, yeah. back at it again. Thank you, Disney. Yeah, God bless. Praise our corporate overlords. <laughs> But, uh, but yeah, I don't really remember anything about that film Apart from the fact that it exists Steve Martin was in it And they had 12 children Yeah Well, look, with that in mind I think we've already got all the stuff we need to work with this I'm feeling extra spooky today So I think we should just jump straight in and uh, I'll, take, the... I'll take a deep breath Yeah And dive into the reality of this situation Because as a kid This 12 kids seemed You know, perfectly fine and valid mm. Whatever, it's a big family As an adult you know, taxes. Yeah. You know, childcare, paying for their allowance. Mm. All of this, it terrifies me on a visceral level. My bones quake in fear. Yeah, I'm I'm quivering just thinking about it. But I think we just gotta we gotta shove that disc in and maybe just have to we might have to take a couple of notes on this one. We'll see you on the other side. <gasps> So, we're doing something a bit different this time. Yeah. We finished watching the film. We did. We've got our thoughts in the chamber, ready to go. But we've got one burning thought above all else. We have to crunch the numbers. How much did it cost? How much did this bad boy cost? Cheaper by the dozen, 2003. There are some serious financial 
consequences of having 12 children. The movie portrays it very idyllically. Yes. You know, people are leaving jobs and moving jobs and writing books all of their own free will. Everyone's judging Tom based on how good a father he is, not whether he's making more money or less money. Mm. And I think we need to get to the bottom of this. So we've hopped on our old CRT monitor. And we're ready to crunch the numbers. Yeah, the numbers. We've we've churned through them, and I reckon this is how we're going to approach all these characters here. Because everyone's got a number, right? Everyone has a number, and the numbers don't lie. So uh, let's crunch these numbers. We're using uh, not really the most recent data we possibly could be using. The movie's also not one of the most recent movies either. So I feel like we can, we, we'll get a pass for this one. We'll get a pass for this one. It's just rough. Yep. It's just rough. So a child of... 1 to 18 mm. costs an average of $13,742 per year per child. Per child, there we go. Now, all of the kids except Nora are under 18. Mm-hmm. Nora's 22, so we're making the assumption that she moved out very recently, Yep, as it seems to be implied in the film, and she cost the same from 18 to 22 as she did uh, around 18. So basically, all of those years are going to be staying more or less the same. So we've we've kept these figures as every individual year of a child's life will have the exact same cost, because I think there's going to be there's going to be a lot of intricacies which uh which we really can't delve into. We don't know the exact life of the Baker family, but uh the numbers don't lie. So, so here's what we're going to give you. Let's get into it. We're going to give you the the kid, how much they cost, and a rundown of the kid as we can remember them. Yeah. This is our character study by way of data. There we go. Welcome. To cheaper by the debt. Bum, 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 bum. So first off, we've got the eldest child. We've got Nora, 22. Yes, we do. She cost Tom Baker and his wife $302,324 over the course of her life. Input that, Alex. There we go. It's in. What do we remember about Nora? Nora, uh, eldest child, obviously. Uh, she doesn't make as much of an appearance being that she doesn't live at the house anymore. She did move out. With a with a sweet sweet boyfriend Ashton Kutcher, who is incredibly egocentric. He is indeed. He loves himself. He's been in one ad, yep. and he loves to stare at it. He does. So Ashton Kutcher's there, but we're not talking about Ashton Kutcher. He doesn't cost the family a cent, as far as we know. Uh, Nora, on the other hand, twenty two years worth of finances, worth of debt. Uh, boy oh boy, that's gonna that's gonna stack up. As a character though, she's pretty cool. She's obviously the oldest. She is also going to be, you know, one of the most level-headed. Nora does help out. She's, uh, you know, she's a very, very good help to the family. Nothing too crazy to say about her, but it's very clear she's very family-oriented as, at the end of the film, she does tragically break up with Ashton Kutcher. At least it's heavily implied. Uh, and judging by the sequel, she definitely does. Yeah. But and here's, here's the thing. Yeah. She, as you'd expect, wants to escape her family. Fair enough. She has been around them for 22 years. Mm-hmm. She needs her own space. She needs her own person. Around so 12 kids as well. You've got to get out of there soon. So she's hesitant to, you know, be so intertwined. Mm. And also, she always, wants to, she always wants to have sex in the house. She does. Her and Ashton Kutcher always want a bone. They do. And Steve Martin and Bonnie Hunt, are, no, you can't in here. There are 11 other kids. Someone will hear you. And then they th- pitch a fit. A little bit hypocritical considering Tom and Kate Baker have 12 children. They have 12 children. Let's remind you. 12 children. Yeah, the big one too. They had two pairs of twins, admittedly. But other than that, there's just there's a whole lot of boning. This Tom Baker Square, this is the bone zone. 
So yes, hypocritical not to let Nora take Ashton Kutcher to the bone zone. Yeah. But that's Nora. Racking in at about $300,000. Second up. Second up. We've got Charlie, 17. $233,610. There we go. So played by Tom Welling, Smallville actor. Great character, sort of. He looks like he's trying to follow in his father's footsteps to a certain extent. He he's sullen. To- he's he a is. teenager. Yeah. He wants to date his girlfriend. He's upset that they're moving. Mm. You know, imagine a 17-year-old boy. You've got Charlie. Yeah, there we go. Now, Charlie, you know, wants to play on the football team as he gets to the new school. He signs up for it, very promptly gets kicked off it because he decides, you know what, I didn't want to move here. I want to move back to Midtown, which is there where they're from. Yeah, because people make fun of him about being a small town hick. Yeah, he's a, he's a big big old hick. So. They stuff corn in his locker. Yeah, that's corn isn't really that cheap, is it? I think that would actually be quite expensive. It was a lot too. of corn. It was a lot of corn. It was a lot of corn. Yeah, but uh, I mean, <laughs> not too dissimilar to the Tom Baker Bone Zone, lot of horn. Anyway. Lot of corn, lot of horn. Alternate title for Cheaper by the Dozen. There we go. Call us, Vince McMahon. <laughs> Round three. Who we got? Lorraine, 15 years old. $206,130. There we go. It's starting to add up already. Hilary Duff. There she was. Turns out she was in this movie. She was. Yeah. Uh, as vindicated at last. Yeah, there we go. Now, who's Lorraine? Who is She's Lorraine? a teenage girl. Yep. She loves the makeup. She loves the dressing up. Mm. She loves everything about it. She's a pretty, pretty princess. Yeah. She's also a bit of a... I guess an activist might be a bit of a strong term. But she's also very, very headstrong. She knows exactly what she wants as well. And, uh, and she's, you know, she's got the gift of the gab too. But she can be bought. She can be bribed with, she can be. with money. Yeah. And, uh, she's I sick mean, of hand-me-downs from Nora. Funnily enough, it's interesting that she can be bribed with money considering the family, as we will see at the end of this, has none. They have nothing. Anyway, let's get into number four. Number four, Henry. 12 years old. Clocking in at $164,904. Yeah, so this this kid plays a clarinet. Is the is the the classic tubmeister of the movie? Whenever <laughs> Maybe that's, he should honestly, we're putting an average cost down for a kid here. Yeah, he should you know have maybe double that from all the food he seems to eat. <laughs> what a tub of lard! <laughs> well, yeah, you know you, you see him, him multiple times in the film. Go to the fridge and try and eat stuff. Yeah, at one point you see the whole football team of uh, of Tom Baker, who is a football coach, uh, which we'll you know delve into a little bit later than this. Ideally. Uh, but we see he goes to the fridge. He sees that the football team has taken all the food from the fridge. And uh, of all the kids in the house who have been complaining about not having any food, of course it has to be the literal sphere of Henry there. He can survive probably weeks. Yeah. Maybe that's why he's the tub lad. Because Tom knows that he's going to go bankrupt eventually. So they'll have to use him as fat storage. It's true. For warmth and food. But my God, he's got a really cool flat cap though. He I does. Mean, he plays he's got clarinet. style. He does have style. And he does have grace, which is awesome. Sarah, 11 years old. Cost the family $151,162. Yeah, so she's number five on the list here. Sarah. The troublemaker. She is. The rabble rouser. The, uh, the dark horse of the family. She's the, uh, she's the one who, uh, Tom Baker, when he puts his hand over her head as well, when he's hovering for the, the mischief... <laughs> yeah, the little Metal mischief detector. Meter, mischief yeah. detector. Goes off at her. Yeah. Played by Alison Stone. Mm-hmm. Is it Alison Stoner? Uh, Alison Stoner, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Alison Stoner. Uh, she, has a, she has a dark gift. She has a dark gift for causing trouble. Yeah. Soaking people's underwear in meat. Mm. Uh, playing pranks. 
masterminding escape attempts from the house. Yeah. She is the devil incarnate for <laughs> Steve Martin. She is. And just in general. Steve Martin's trying his best in this film, and she just causes immense pr- trouble for him. Because mm. she doesn't understand. She's 11. She's already cost him over $100,000. So we won't take the extra trouble that she's caused into a financial consideration. But it's something that people should remember when we get to the final uh, Think of how much, you know, when something in your house breaks. Mm. You're like, oh man, it's broken. I've got to replace that. Now imagine if you had Sarah in your house, how Mm. much more you'd have to replace. Alongside 11 other children. So, which brings us next. Number six. To Jake, Mm -hmm. who cost the family $137,420. Yep. He's uh, he's the skater kid, I believe. He's the one who, uh, who, you know... Rides around in rollerblades. He's a, a bit of a excitement pursuit person. There's but not he, really not much to say about him. I yeah. think he's the least developed of all the children. Yeah, he's he's just kind of there, and uh, yeah, he he's the one who says, "Hey, we should go to our, uh, you know, we should go to Beans's birthday party." No, not Beans. What's the kid's name? I mean, Beans, Beans is the character he played. Yeah, in Even Stevens. That's yeah, true. but uh, he was also there. Not to be confused with Beans the Frog, as you'll see later. Mm. That's true. Yeah, you you cannot can't mince words. One of them is a human. One of them is a uh, deceased frog. Um, we'll call them beans and beans. Yeah. Anyway, so skater kid, not really there, mm. but also there. So we've got Mark, nine years old. The average cost of the kid per year as well being thirteen thousand seven hundred forty-two. And it times that by nine, being a nine-year-old, one hundred twenty-three thousand six hundred seventy-eight. There we go. So, uh, Mark. The, uh, the the real dark horse, I guess, of the family. He's the one who, not really... Redhead. Yeah, redhead. That's Loves the frogs. The red horse of the family. Has had pork and beans in the past. Mm. Hold on. I said Mark cost them $123,678. Yeah. But he cost them a little bit more. Because, oh, yeah? as they all say, he's the FedEx kid. That's true. FedEx kid. They, they say, good job, FedEx. Mm. Because they say he doesn't fit with the family. He must have been shipped in through FedEx. So we thought we thought it was just a nickname. Turns out it could have been much more than that, but we did have to obviously check the FedEx website to confirm. So at seven point five pounds at birth, at the average uh, weight for a child, yep. he would have cost uh, thirteen dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, extra. Which, uh, which you know, raises the total slightly. Yeah, it does. To one hundred twenty-three thousand six hundred and. Uh, $91.50. Yep. I want to say. So, good on you, Mark. Costing them a little bit more. He's the black sheep. He loves his frogs. Uh, he gets kicked out of uh, rooms when he goes to the new house. People don't want him near. Yeah. So he gets a sweet loft area. He gets, objectively, the best room in the house. And then runs away at the end of the film because uh, Beans dies. Yeah. Poor Beans. Poor Beans. Uh, like it's, it's really glossed over. Mm. Beans is dying and he's putting him in warm water and he's just like, please don't die, Beans. And the next scene, he's dead. Yeah. So, well done keeping him alive, Mark. FedEx. <laughs> anyway, Jess Twi- comes in uh, alongside Kim as well. The first, the set, first of set of twins. Yes. Yeah. Uh, both, both clocking, clocking in. in at $109,936. Mm-hmm. Both being eight years old. And uh, these two girls, they are incredibly erudite. Mm. They use big words. They are incredibly intelligent. They're not really in the film too much, except to say big words. Mm. There we go. Obviously, with 12 whole kids to, you know, perform the supporting cast of the children of the Baker family, you obviously kind of have a completely fleshed out character for all of them. These are the ones with the big words. I think we can probably just And that's their that. character. Yeah. Um, next up, we had uh, Mike as well. 
Clocking uh, in at $82,452. Yep. Six years old. Six years old. There we go. Who the hell was Mike? I've got no idea. Anyway, last but not least, we had Kyle and, uh, and Nigel, both five years old. Clocking the cosplayers. In. Yeah, the cosplayers. God, respect to them. Good on them. Every it's- time you see them, they're in a different outfit. Night, cowboy. Yeah. Night, cowboy, spaceman space as well. Man, space yeah. man. God knows uh, how much that costs as well. So we, we won't even delve into that. We won't even delve into that. But they cost $68,710 each. Yep. So all up. Yep. All of these kids, all dozen of these kids put together mm-hmm. costs them $1,758,972. That number right there. If you wanted to add, add an extra thirteen fifty to that, go be my guest. So you little maths nerds at home, yeah. crunch that number. You'll... So input that into the input that into the CRT monitor, Alex. That's done. Now let's continue with our character analysis and our maths analysis. Yeah. Tom Baker. Here he is. Not the actor that played Doctor Who. No. The uh the character in Cheaper by the Dozen. Mm-hmm. He is a small time football coach. He is. Don't get it twisted. He sure is. And he and the average salary of a small time football coach. Is $32,270 a year. Mm-hmm. Now, bear in mind as well, these are all uh, US dollars as well. So, everything that we've said so far, all US dollars. The movie is set in the United States of America. Um, they make that you know pretty pretty clear, considering how patriotic everyone is about football. And obviously, Tom's no exception. We don't get that, as, as, as a side note. As Australians, we just don't have that connection to that to football yeah. as they do. Nowhere near as nationalistic. No. Obviously, there's going to be you know a level of... Hey, this is my team in sports here. Yeah, it's like the the AFL here. Mm. People go, oh, it's it's our, you know, you join that team and you really enjoy it. But yeah. college football, there is a whole culture we just don't understand. It's it's like a cult. It it is a cult. Yeah. So, uh, culture by the dozen. Yeah. There we go. You know, it's it. Tom's obsessed with football. Obsessed with coaching his old team. Yeah. And it's been his dream. It's been his dream, and he moves the entire family out to fulfill that dream, which I don't think is entirely unreasonable. But we'll get into that in part two. Yeah. So, as we said, average football coach um, salary, $32,270. So, we got that all done. Uh, I'd say, you know, Tom is a pretty good father, uh, all up, considering he's got 12 children. He uh, he gives a lot of people a lot of attention. Keeps mistaking Mark's name for Mike, or, you know, Mork, or something other than Mark. Not going to be confused with Mork and Mindy, the Robin Williams show? No. Uh, Rest in peace, uh, Mork. So, obviously, yeah, Tom has has a bit of a tough time, 12 kids. But, you know, I reckon he does a pretty good job. I think he's job. trying his best. It's very hard for a single parent to deal with 12 kids. Yeah. But he tries and he fails, obviously. Have you ever tried to wrangle 12 people? You know, not the less kids. Mm. Those anyway. They're feisty. They're, mu- they're fast. So, if we if we take it that he... Straight off the bat. Yep. They had Nora. 22 times his salary equals $709,940. Input that into the CRT. Boom. There, there we, we go. go. Now, here's where it gets a little more complicated. Mm-hmm. His wife, Bonnie Hunt. Oh, God. She mm. worked at the beginning of having kids, but then retired to be a house mum. So, there was a year where she was she was working, uh, and there was no kid. That, yeah, we see a bit of a montage at the start of the movie. We see her working, child, in the next part. So, there has been at least, probably maximum one year of her working without a child. So we, have, we have taken this into account as well. So, cool. Next scene, Nora's there. Next scene, 
three kids and then she uh, retires from her job as uh, a full-time writer and becomes a full-time mother, which with three children, I think is, you know, I, I think that's pretty respectable for sure. So that those extra years for Tom and uh, Kate, we're going to tack on to the very end calculation. Yep. We'll chuck, we'll chuck that all in there. We'll, chuck, we'll, we'll, we'll throw that into the pot. Right from Nora's birth to when she retires, that's 10 years times the average salary for a journal in the United States, which brings us to $45,845 times 10, which is, Dollars. Which is a bit of cash. Yeah, bit a bit of dosh. Ka-ching. Yeah. But well, this isn't enough yeah. for 12 kids. Put that into the CRT monitor. Hit the calculate button. Wonderful. And all together now with Tom's salary mm. and Kate's salary, that's going to bring us to $1,168,890. Again, this is being generous. This assuming is being generous. Assume that she's worked for... And this is pre-extra year that we're yeah. going to add at the very end. Exactly right. But this is all incredibly generous. Mm. The movie doesn't give us specific dates or specific times. So we're trying to help, we're trying to help the Baker family. And we're, we're not accountants. Work. Yeah, but we can. We are. We do have basic numerical literacy. Yeah, and we're humanitarians too at heart. We want to help these people. Okay. Having said that, uh, they really haven't really been wanting to help themselves too much because, at the end of the day, they are currently. Uh, look, I'm not going to mince words. They're in debt. So, punch those two numbers into the calculator. Excellent. And what does that spit out? So we've got. So the the objective figure here. Is $590,582. But... In debt. Yeah, in debt. That's, uh... That's over half a million dollars in debt. That's pretty heavy. And that's not counting anything else other than just the cost of the children. Yeah. So, let's say, God forbid, they decide to go on a holiday. Extra... Extra couple of thousand. For 12 children? Extra couple thousand? I think you're talking... I think you're looking very high up in the thousands there. Yeah. Tens of thousands. It's twenties of thousands. Ridiculous. That not counting the dog not, or any dogs they've had before. Not yeah. counting breakages or repairs or toys or you or, know like extra beans. toys. Anyone. Not accounting for all the presents that they buy as well for this kid. Uh, this kid's birthday. How does a kid get hold of a snake? How the hell does a kid get a hold? Is it a python? Yeah. Oh. It's, it's some, a python. Some form of python. You say, yeah, you just got to feed him properly. Don't let him out of his box. Analyze this number by adding the extra year we said we were giving them to be yeah. incredibly generous. Yeah. I don't know why we'd be generous to this family that doesn't know how to wear a condom. We're helping you out. You know, he has a vasectomy. Doesn't even listen to the doctor would forget to tell you. you they know, would lose their license. They would lose their license. It's, it's important. He, got, he gets his tube snipped. Snip, snip. Mm. Immediately goes to have sex. What a horn dog. Yeah. Can't wait even a couple weeks. Steve Martin, absolutely he does. So, overall, if we add that extra year, they're in the hole. Yeah. So, they've got they've got a little bit of extra cash to, to play around with. Or at least less cash to uh, not play around with. So, you're welcome, Steve Martin. But, uh, yeah, quickly churning that. I That's guess not, just not even counting tax on their salaries. Oh, God, no. No, and... <laughs> We're not accountants. Well, we're, we're not going to. We're not going to crunch the tax. Yeah. Okay. We're this not is that this smart. is this is the bare bones maths. We also aren't including uh, Mark's freight here. So, at the end of the day, FedEx is still costing that family. They could be teetering. They could be. And that FedEx would just push them over the edge. Yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be that hard to just make that twelve children eleven if they just didn't go looking for Mark. Tom, his character, he's following his own dream, but he's also taking a better paying job. Yeah. Finally, you know, you know, earning some money. Which, you know, is needed. Yep. And everyone 
you know, gets on his case about being a bad dad. He's trying to make an extra, as you, you know, just because he's not sharing the financials with you or with the audience or probably even, he needs that extra money. He does. Otherwise they're going to starve. The numbers don't lie. We've got, we've got the stats. I'm sorry, but you're going to have to scale back. Yeah, please. In a free house mm. to live in by hot dog. Yeah, by, 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 uh, what's his name? Uh, Shake Maguire, the Shake man Maguire. himself, his his friend from from college. His uh, Tom's wife calls him hot dog. I don't know what that what that means. If you if please write in if you know what that means. I assume it's something because he does not like being called hot dog. I, I still can't quite figure it out. The, even the two kids, uh, Kyle and Nigel, do call him a hot dog at one point too, which is awesome. And then they just say, "Oh, it's something that Mum said." I actually really like those characters. I'm not gonna not gonna lie. Taken away from the numbers, actually, I like them for two reasons. So let's include the numbers. First off. They're very funny. They have a, you know, cute little comedic timing duo with really weird costumes. Second off, they have cost the family the least. So objectively speaking, uh, they should be the favorites. And I think that... that Nora should be giving back. Yeah. What the hell has Nora ever done for this family? God. she And then she whines about having to, you know, help babysit. God. Fuck you, Nora! Fuck you! I know you come help at the end, but fuck you! Yeah. Well, I'm just... I'm livid. There's not really many other characters in the film. You can't really fit too many others in there, There's Shake Maguire, who yeah. is played by the guy that played uh, the female lead's dad in Jack Reacher, the Tom Cruise film. Yeah, every everybody's favourite. Uh, he was also in The Shape of Water, though. Oh, the more important film, Shape <laughs> of Water. <laughs> Sorry, I, I didn't want to take he away won an his award spotlight. For that. I didn't want to take away his spotlight performance as uh, <laughs> Jack- the Jack Reacher dad of the, of the female lead. <laughs> yeah, that's no, my favourite. But more importantly, he played the gay man in The Shape of Water. Yeah. Excellent performance. Yeah, for sure. Not here. He does nothing here. But in The Shape of Water, great performance. Yeah, he plays a pretty kind of, you know, grubby corporate kind of guy. He's Yeah, he, he kind of runs like the football... He's, he's head association of the... Association or conglomerate, know. something Look, like uh, that. we don't know how football works. No, but Tom Baker likes it, uh, and therefore Steve Martin likes it, therefore I love it. So Shake Maguire I- says is okay with him leaving in the end. It's not okay, but he's not gonna. He's not stopping him. He's not furious. He's a th- he's a he's there. Yeah. He's basically the catalyst for Steve Martin moving. Then the only other characters I really can recall in the film, Kid Beans... And who really wants to do fun things. Mum won't let him. The dad loves it, though. The dad loves it, though. Uh, let's be honest. That house, sexless. Unlike the Baker household, where they're fucking like rabbits. Yep. That house, that wife, puts him in a chastity belt. Oh, absolutely. You're... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go... Yep. And... The cuckoo. Yeah, the cuckoo. Yeah. The, che- the cheaper by the... The, 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 the cheaper by the dozen. The, the, the kuduku. The cuckoo. The, by the dozen. Look, we're going to drop it. It's too many letters. Yeah, the cuckoo. Uh, Just leave it at the, the chip of that isn't... The cuckoo and, and him, the cuckoo. Yeah, oh boy. Um. So, that's them. And the only other character that pops into my head right now is Newman from Seinfeld, who repairs a light multiple times in the film. Yeah, actually, well, does he though? He never really fixes it. because He, he fixes it and then it falls off again onto him. Yeah, he doesn't really do a very good job. And all he does is just leave snide remarks. He comes in and says, man, oh man. You know, you really don't know how to run this family. And then the light falls on him. Well, he doesn't know how to repair a light. And yet somehow they keep hiring him. Yeah. So he is taking more of their money. He probably knows they've got money. Uh, He probably knows that they've got... He probably thinks they've got money. When they really don't. He'd make an assumption. But yeah, 
Newman, uh, you absolute tool. He keeps stealing their money. So, correct. So, yeah, this is another one of those films that's not very character-driven. No. Much like the Shaggy Dog, it's kind of what you'd expect. Mm. It's a family-based movie, about which is basically centred around yeah. trying to do... Which which I'm not clear on, which we'll talk about in part two. I'm not really clear on whether it's a laughing at parent. I think it's a mix of both. Yeah. But ultimately, the characters are as one-dimensional as you can get. Yeah. Duh. Yeah, which is, which is like... Point one of a dimension. Yeah. He's self-absorbed. He's egotistic. He almost gets eaten out by a dog as well. Does not get eaten out by a dog. <laughs> almost. It's almost... Well, I mean, look. He goes He goes straight for the crotch. We don't know the intentions of the dog. We don't. Gunner, so, you old horn dog, you. <laughs> Just, it prob- it's probably something in the water. That's true. Knowing the bacon. Yeah. I think that about wraps up. There's, there's nothing more I really want to say. There's nothing more we really can say. Yeah. Despite so, how many characters there are... It's not a very character-driven film, which I was surprised by. I mean, but- it, it has if it was going to be a character-driven <laughs> film. It's it's an American Disney film. Yeah, there's nothing true. much to it. Was it Disney? Sure. Uh, everything was Disney. That's true. Everything is. Everything was. Everything and everything will, will be. be. Well, so th- we'll see you again in part two. Yeah, we will. Where we talk about the plot, how the bakers do nothing to get out of their crippling debt.